Hello, listeners, and welcome to this week's Bite Size Interruption with your Girls Interrupting. Hey. With me, as always, is Shelby. Hello. Beatrice. Yes, hello. And Jackie. Hey, hey. This week, we read Monstrous, the new book by Marjorie Liu with art by Sana Takeda. I loved it. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm I'm on the record, first out the door, loved it. Let me tell you, I really wanted to love it because I love Marjorie Liu. I think she's excellent. Name of the Rose is hands down the best Black Widow comic ever written. And I found myself a little not loving it. Yeah. What? It seems like it'd be like, <clears throat> it's like a little bit of body horror, a little bit of mystery, magic. I mean, it definitely seems like it should be up my alley, but I kind of feel like, and, it, and it's totally probably because I was really tired when I was trying to read it, but man, was it complicated for no apparent reason. <laughs> like, whoa. They were trying to do a whole lot of stuff. It was it was like, really packed. It was just so complicated with all the different history and, you know, not explaining anything. Well, it looks like the girls are split down the middle here. Oh, Left shit. side of the table versus the right side of the table. Um, no, I agree, though. It is quite complicated in terms of all that stuff going on. And I feel like it might be more rewarding to read Long it. Long term, maybe. Long term. And then maybe I was thinking coming the back way. and reading it again. It was one of those ones where if I had had time i would have wanted to read it twice Mm -hmm. um just because i really feel like i wasn't connecting the dots in the way that i should have been and then maybe Um, we're not even supposed to yet yeah maybe but i don't like feeling that in the dark about what's happening i actually i think it might be because um i a lot of fantasy novels in my brain Mm -hmm. and i read a lot of the wheel of time and that one you don't get to like book three until you know what the fuck is going on i know but i hated those no i know i know i hated it too but for some reason i didn't hate it this much and i think it's because mike mako m-a-i-k-o mako mako um i think it's because mako was such a fucking badass but she was almost like mad about it and i just well she's terrified of her own power i just really liked Mm -hmm. that that she didn't want to be this way but she just was and she used it to her own advantage and i really liked that about her and so i just like dove in but it reminded me a lot of like the wheel of time and Mm -hmm. sanderson and like those fantasy novels where you have to get like three books deep to really get anything Mm-hmm. Well, because it's interesting because, I mean, you know, where she's using her untapped powers mm-hmm. to become a badass, but in a way that, like, the hero is usually kind of afraid of their their big powers, and usually it's, like, whatever. But in this case, she's literally, like, she's eating, eating children. children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you should be terrified. You should, That's a fucked up not, power. You should yeah. not want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. No. No, I really liked her, actually. So it's one of those things where it's, like... Um, maybe I'll like it better as the story if, goes as on. As we read on, yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's a pretty common complaint from us when we when we read an issue or three and we don't like it. I think that's one of our biggest complaints is it just you couldn't there wasn't yeah, enough time. There's not enough time to get all the story. I don't I understand was, I mean, it yet. Maybe that's not fair. Maybe to, to, to the story. Uh, okay, maybe from our from our but at the same time, books like Saga, right, mm. can get you in this really rich, amazing sci-fi fantasy world and set it up perfectly in one issue. It's true, because I, I think, think on that level, you connect with this relationship and that's all that matters. And mm-hmm. in this one, I think you're so curious about everything that's going on, the world. And then you're curious about her place in the world and her family and then all these. A lot of questions. There's there's just so much to to parse through that I agree that it can be thick. I also really like the idea of like religion and like taking a religion apart and seeing how it can, you know, get to a point where it's overgrown and evil. Mm -hmm. And so 
the idea that um, there's this like evil Inquisition style religion and then these magic folk are just trying to escape it. I don't know. I really like I got into that a lot. And um, I just like the first couple pages, I was like down. I was so excited. Well, I always love the sci-fi or fantasy kind of trope of the of the separation and the and the kind of Venn diagram of magic and science and, mm-hmm. and, and in different mm-hmm. periods of time when they how they intersect and what they mean to different people and in the ways of where there's usually like a split between yeah the magic they end world up fighting and yeah. you know the the science world and and how they come to fight each other and what mm-hmm. they do and I always find that really fascinating and it's a different facet of that it's just it's it's a thing that's been done plenty of times but I always appreciate it when it's done in kind of a different way I also liked um the different way that she brought in magic that like you know dogs can smell magic people and it was like fox babies and that the blue haired kid and you know if you're of magic there's a part of you that is literally magical Mm -hmm. and i really liked that difference and i thought that was really interesting and that got me into it like all the horses had horns but it was on both sides of the wall Mm -hmm. so even like the humans had horses with horns which seems like it should be i don't know i liked all the background stuff a lot there was a lot going on i i don't know i really enjoyed it well the art i mean oh my god like i mean the story or not like the art was oh my god like also, that, there was a cthulhu villain and i love cthulhu. the monster That's god true. you yeah. know that the, the splash page of the mini eyed oh my yeah. god that was and then that at the end in the third one that like mountain that had the eyes and everything yeah and oh my god it was like, so beautiful yes and michael was like no and they just kept writing and i'm like oh I have to, I, I have to like. I have to say that while I do think that the the especially the background art and the way that she did all all the buildings and things like mm-hmm. that was really beautiful the way that she does faces is a little off-putting for me because it's pretty anime style which is I, ten, which is what I tend not to like because it I feels had that more cartoony at first too the first mm-hmm. issue was really rough for me just because it was really anime style and it's not a style I enjoy but you get eventually I stopped noticing I think I got so into the story and it started reminding me of Avatar when we got to the lady with the baby in the cart. She looked like a, an earthbender from Avatar. And I started to warm up a little bit because mm-hmm. I love Avatar. Yeah. No, I, I had the same problem. I think um, the background and the character design is so beautiful. But then the expression is what always throws me off with anime. Is it so overdone, I guess, yeah. Yeah. that I have a hard time kind of... Uh, feeling the emotion with the characters, I guess. Yeah, yeah, especially when the people's faces are a little further away, then they're really exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Um, the deta- you lose the detail. A little yeah, bit. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which is crazy because, like, when we did Hawkeye and um, David Asia's style is so mm-hmm. thick lines and stuff, but even from far away, he doesn't have to exaggerate stuff. It's just interesting, like the way in which artists can do different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. just. I mean, I think just anime in general is kind of a style where they're more. Yeah. And it is exaggerated. It's to personal taste as yeah. well. If you don't generally like it coming in, you're not. I don't think it's going to change a lot of minds. Yeah, yeah. It's it's stuff. Yeah. Whenever I'm shelving anime stuff at work, um, I'm always like <laughs> <laughs> disapproving faces. It's clearly none of you went through the Sailor Moon phase that I did. Missed no. it completely. Pokemon too. I have no idea. Anyway, mm-hmm. monstrous, monstrous. I loved it. I thought it was great. I liked. There were really certain. Char- I mean, I liked a lot of the character designs as a whole. But I think mm-hmm. my favorite one, and I. Forgive me, I don't remember her name, but the um, I think the woman that actually bought her at the very beginning, the daughter of the one of the oh, main yeah. people. I loved the way she looked. The one who ran um the the castle. Yes, I liked the cat. Yes, dude, the like multi-tailed mm-hmm. cat. That was yeah. so. And they can talk like, oh my god. I thought the- and the cat was so great because he's always like, you're an idiot. Yeah. No, I like that too. Like, you know, because that's how cats are now. They just uh-huh. can't yeah. tell you. So I feel like the cat might have been like the like the. 
moral center of the story in terms of like he was the only one that like gave a shit about all the right stuff yeah. and was trying to push everyone to do the right thing. I really enjoyed the look he had on his face when he was like, "We got to go help the the woman and her baby." And uh, Micah was like, "I don't know like, them. Why? why do I?" And like the look on his face when he looked at her, it was great. It's got to teach you, uh, teach her to be a hero. Because I mean, yes. obviously, she has a directive, mm-hmm. um, and it's heroic in her own way. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not a greater good sort of thing. I mean, besides the whole idea that you know her people are being persecuted and need to be freed. Yeah. But I think she also has a a directive and a a this this personal goal that I think is taking over, superseding anything else. Yeah. You know, even though that's before she merged with whatever this Cthulhu beast is. I mean, which was for me like the coolest part. Yeah. So and I actually had to go back and look again because I didn't know it came out of her until it went back into her. Yeah, I was, I was saying, like, was it a what merge? The shit. Was it a merge or was it always no, kind of inside always, of her? I think that she was made by her mom or like more well, merged together or something because it came from inside of her. Because there's something with that mask. Mm-hmm. But I also think that she's a, her, I don't want to say species seems not right. Um, But her people, race. her race, like they're built a little bit with monsters. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. like, and obviously Maybe she, this is her like cute foxtail. Yeah. Is that she has <laughs> this horrible beast inside of her, <laughs> you know, but she's cute. So it's fine probably. but it seemed like it had been dormant for yeah, quite a while mask, i think the mask, like, the mask activated up. it yeah yeah because that mask fucks some shit which up. makes me well, happy because she, she could was... somehow tap into it though right in the gym. no i think she was just a badass with magic she... and like fighting skills and then also she has well she had to work at beast. it she spent that month or whatever beforehand like practicing, like, practicing mm-hmm. all the time so maybe her, her mask friend, made it easier who might be her girlfriend who's really mad at her mm. who didn't meet her and we don't know why well i think yeah. it's because she's really mad at her which, but you know she could have been captured or something i also like know. all the um like political stuff too got me how in the opening of the second book they were basically feeding you a bullshit like news story yeah. of what happened and um i kind of really liked that skewed perspective and then the knowledge that technically the federation can't win another war so if the arcanix if the mm-hmm. magic people came over and started one now they'd probably win and like knowing that as a reader got me like really excited it's like tell them Tell the magic people. So, monstrous Marjorie Lou. Two for two, I guess. Two well, and two. Not two two for and two. two. But I think with a with a caveat that I think reading more read may change hearts and minds. Yes. yes. Um I'm definitely not gonna write it off. I'm I'll wait till the first tree comes out. We'll have to we'll have to put definitely this on uh, our new previously on series in yeah. a couple of months. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. As we will be revisiting this. If you were able to read Monstrous, get into it or not, send us a tweet if you need more space than that. Please send us an email, getinterrupted at gmail.com. Visit us on our Facebook page. It's awesome, run by Jackie very successfully. And uh, we will talk to you next week. And we have snacks. Snacks. Girls got cookies. We do. And wine. It's like $55. (laughs) My hands are clean. Shelby's face face melts off like at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So anyone over the age of 25, if you get overly stressed to like a point where your body can't handle it, shingles. Or an ulcer. Don't count out old ulcer. Oh my god, they thought I had an ulcer when I was about 12. How do you get... Wow. What was your life at 12? (laughs) What were we stressed about at 12? The stock market crashed. (laughs) Because I was 19, 20? Couldn't couldn't feed your family. I have really good skin. Okay, I'm older than I look. You had to be a lady to be in this podcast. I wasn't aware. Is, it, see, is it ladies interrupting? No. No. I'll see myself the fuck out. <laughs> Nailed it. It's just Jackie alone talking to herself. Hey, guys. This is the way I've always wanted it. 
Guess what Jackie read this month? That's right, I'm Jackie. Jackie. Jackie's plans have all come to fruition. She is the villain in the building. Jackie with no interrupting. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie, colon, no interruptions. (laughs) I think you catch them all. Kind of My sister likes them you. fight for you, actually. <gasps> no, it's them in like totally tiny balls. balls. It is tiny balls. Tiny balls? They just want to please you. No, you keep them in <laughs> tiny balls and then you make them fight each other nope. to the no. death. Let's free the Pokemon. Yes, there we go. There we go. Anyway, but I have to say that for the record, that since my sister liked Pokemon, it was. It I was think not I was cool. just like I was two years too old for it. Kurt got into it, but like I was like I don't. There's like a yellow guy and he just says his name. I don't really know what's happening. He had lightning. I okay. picked I picked the right choice at the time when my sister was getting into Pokemon and I got into Pogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I was hella into Pogs. Oh my god! Obviously, I, had like a whole, I still I made I still the right think call. I have some Pogs. I'm not kidding you either. <laughs> gotta find my slammer. One of those things has lasted. <laughs> I, had, I had a favorite slammer. Oh yeah, the really oh, well, heavy one. Of course one. we did. Yeah. Oh everyone yeah. Did the everyone plastic did. ones? I'm like sure. Okay. Okay, but you're plas- obviously not here to fight. So. Bring your plastic slammers into my mine, house. Mine <laughs> was dogs are mine at the end of the day. Mine was you. pink and it had glitter in it. It was yep. great. Beautiful. Um, and then we straight also have stole a my Twitter. outro from me. She, she straight up took. She's doing a great job. My fucking episode. Well, because you weren't doing it. I was. Give me a second. I can edit all of this out. Oh my god, I was getting there. <sighs> More work for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an editor, so I don't feel bad just talking over all of this. <laughs> Night of the Living Geek.